Hey everybody, this is Chris Kay, and welcome back to another episode of the Productive Parks 5-Minute Podcast, the show for busy people working to change the game in the parks and recreation field. Today we're going to be talking about choosing trash receptacles for your sites. You want to ensure recreational areas are a source of pride for your department and joy for the patrons. Preventing and eliminating litter is a top priority. Public parks offer many benefits for those who use them. Litter, however, can distract and degrade the experience. In fact, poorly maintained sites with visible debris distract the patrons from perceived quality and safety of an experience. It probably isn't going to be the most glamorous decision you'll make, but choosing suitable trash receptacle adds to a site's aesthetic appeal and cuts down on litter. The right trash receptacles, however, aren't single-handedly going to make litter go away. A combination of educating the public, promoting staff responsibility, and regular scheduling of inspections are all essential aspects of litter control. That being said, the most appropriate trash receptacles for your site complement litter control efforts. Waste containers not chosen for specific site requirements can contribute to the litter problem. Considerations for selecting trash receptacles. Taking time to assess the litter control needs and appropriate trash receptacles allows outdoor areas to retain their natural beauty during usage. Here are some things to consider while selecting trash receptacles. Function. Sites get used differently. The one-size-fits-all receptacle approach may do more harm than good. Determine the amount and type of trash generated from each area. Factors could include the presence of picnic areas, campsites, athletic fields, concession stands, special programming. For example, a wire mesh container might work for sites primarily collecting paper waste. If you expect more organic waste generated, like at a campsite, a solid traditional receptacle is a better option. Containers used for collecting recyclables have surged in popularity as we take more concerted effort to be kinder to the environment. Choosing recyclable containers, however, comes with its own set of considerations. For example, would the site benefit from receptacles specifically marked for different types of waste? How could the maintenance crew handle the collection of waste versus recycled material? Aesthetics. The receptacle should look attractive and blend in with the surroundings. But, of course, you want them to be noticeable enough to discourage littering. Also keep in mind how well they will age in the setting. For example, a metal trash container placed directly on the ground will start to rust quicker. This not only looks bad, it eventually makes collecting trash more difficult. Durability. A frequently used site needs high-quality receptacles. Choose design and materials that will hold up to the regular use of patrons and handling of the maintenance crew. Using lids. Securely fitting lids will help keep wildlife, rodents, insects, and other nuances away from the waste. Animal-proof tops are another potential solution if lids don't seem feasible. Easy to handle. How will your crew remove the trash from the receptacles? If they have to lift the container to empty it, is the size large enough to hold the necessary waste without becoming too heavy? Will plastic liners be used in the receptacles? Liners help speed the trash collection process and keep waste contained more efficiently. 
Also, using liners prevents your crew from having to lift the containers. Choose liners that are at least 2 millimeters thick. Easy to clean. People want to see waste containers before smelling them. Encrusted waste in trash containers is unsanitary, distracting, and attracts rodents and pests. Is the receptacle designed for easy cleaning? What procedures and scheduling should your crew implement to ensure the cleanliness of the containers? Being consistent with litter control. You selected and placed the best trash receptacles for your sites. Next, set up a schedule for your crew to check and empty them when necessary. For some sites, this may become a routine task. Other areas may need a more specific dynamic schedule based on programming. Some parks and recreation departments have found success in litter control by using maintenance software that integrates routine inspections, programming schedules, and work orders to keep their parks cleaner and more enjoyable to the public. Well, that wraps it up. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Productive Parks Podcast. Remember to tune in each week for more tips on how to make your agency more productive.